0: Welcome to the Flyover Ministry Podcast, a practical youth ministry podcast for small church leaders by small church leaders. We are grateful that you have joined us for our journey through ministry-related topics that we hope help equip and encourage you as you serve Jesus wherever you are.
1: welcome to the podcast i'm dan and i'm jordan and this is flyover ministry you know me dan the person who's helpless with financing here to talk about more things that you can do to be better when it comes to organizing and keeping track of finances so jordan i feel like the odd man out here so i'm going to let you take charge how in the world do you keep track of receipts i know you're laughing you go ahead and laugh it up i I know who i am I, well, I, <laughs> I know who I am in Jesus. My identity is not based in how well I keep track of finances. <laughs> well, that does so.
0: bring up a good point, especially as we're talking about finances and talking about receipts. Jesus saves, so He's got them. Oh gosh. Oh, so, no. but no. <laughs> I don't want to think that like I'm perfect no. in this because it's something that I've grown into. Um, so, <laughs> as as you think about receipts, you know, personally, I've brought my checkbook through the wash before and then the wash oh, wasn't man. so bad but it was a dry cycle that was really bad cuz all of a sudden there's these little balls of paper floating around mm-hmm. I'm like what is that oh that's our registry and I had to reassemble it so that was Eesh. good um, well I've
1: sent receipts through the wash I mentioned last I, there's been like two or three receipts and like you said that that dry cycle just turns it into <laughs> one solid ball of mush and and just paper paste Yes. So how in the world do you keep track of receipts? Say you go on just the shopping spree, you hit up uh the dollar store as mm-hmm. we're one to do in youth ministry, you hit up maybe Walmart or maybe the grocery store or all the or Trader Joe's or wherever you're at. Trader Joe's, I mean that they're not sponsoring this podcast by any means, so I can say that. You wanna not do yet. weird 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 tasting youth ministry things. Any aisle in Trader Joe's will do. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Yeah, so the how anyway, um <laughs> Yes My general practice is it's, well, two different things, because if I'm going to a physical store, then you have a physical receipt. Um, Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if you're online, that gets a whole lot easier, Uh, as long as you remember to print it. Um, Otherwise, like when we do the monthly reconciliation, then that tends to show up there. But if I'm going to a store, uh, Walmart or whatever, I will tend to try to put the receipt in my wallet and... Um, as soon as I get to the church and I'm unloading it, um, trying to enter it right away into the software and then I have a one of those kind of money bags uh, and it's got like a couple different envelopes in there. So, I've got an envelope just for receipts, um, different things like that. So, it'll go into that envelope. Um, that's okay. worked fairly well. So, then basically I forget about it until it is time to get the monthly statement from the bank and... I've reconciled the account, so then I dig out the receipts and match it to make sure the numbers are good and that I entered everything right. Um, and then at the end of the month, that gets stapled together, all the receipts due to the mm-hmm. statement from the bank. And So then whoever's doing the auditing can look and see statements as far as, okay, this was this expense or whatever. Um, so then everything's pretty pretty much together. Uh, the only thing that hasn't worked super swimmingly with that would be Let's we've got a, a local ice cream place that's just like a couple students that are scooping ice cream most of the day. Um, and they don't really have like a point of sale system. It's cash or check. So um, I, I have had to ask for handwritten receipts. I haven't gotten frowned on too much yet, but I just want to have something um, right. that I can point to. So most of the just time... Just wait until the
1: IRS catches you. Then you will be <laughs> frowned upon.
0: Yeah. Well, that comes out of the cash account, which makes it kind of hard to track oh, anyways. Oh but uh, but I mean, and that's part of it too. Like, I actually have a line in my um, Quicken that tracks how much cash I have. And so I'll say, okay, I spent this much um, on ice cream, and then the cash account goes down. And then there would be either I'll get a donation that's in cash that I'll include or keep mm-hmm. as cash, or... Um, or else to keep things neat i will actually do a withdrawal to resupply, resupply that so that um does show kind of like there is actual money that's flowing in some sense uh it but seems otherwise, like,
1: I, it seems like ice cream is like the thing that you do like you don't have to give a dollar amount but is it an embarrassing amount of your annual budget that goes towards this ice cream place
0: uh no it, it could be if i was able to successfully like schedule things with students as much as i try to Um,
1: you would need actual receipts to keep track of that and it sounds like they don't give actual receipts
0: well mcdonald's is pretty good so sometimes it's just quickly mcdonald's but then you have to make sure the ice cream machine's working so yeah um, but that saves
1: you quite a bit of budget because that's uh you know odds are not in your favor
0: or even you know holiday might have like a a slushy machine and we could maybe do that that's like a buck and so it's not like really expensive or fries or something we're getting a taco bell in town so oh look at you yeah we're Fancy. You ever
1: you ever hit up the soft pretzels at Holiday?
0: I have not.
1: Oh yeah. You got you got to get on that train. Do you have a Casey's? No. Casey's gas station? Man, that's that's a great place for slushies and soft serve and pretty decent pizza too. So, those Thank of you, you in other small towns, you know what I'm talking about. Casey's, you got to get the breakfast pizza. Also, not a sponsor of this podcast yeah. yet. But <laughs>
0: So I I will say I don't do much as far as coffee because I students are younger I haven't really had too much that have expressed interest in coffee we don't really have much of a coffee shop in the area either which I think would be hmm. kind of a significant part um, yeah so I I would have to look up I could look up and then with Quicken it's pretty simple I just you know do a quick type for a little McDonald's would be a little inflated because sometimes it's meals but um, sure. What gets entered there which is another nice thing too is that if you use a software that tracks all the stuff it's pretty easy to pull up Mm -hmm. reports and find stuff out like that so no coffee
1: no coffee shop except for myrtle at the cafe with her pot of day-old folgers (laughs)
0: lovely (laughs) that does not sound appealing
1: no it doesn't it sounds like asphalt is what it sounds like
0: (laughs) sure so (laughs) if if you wouldn't mind Um, maybe we can pull in some people that aren't as retentive of receipts as me, which I I will say one time I came back from Walmart. It was a windy day and I had the receipt in the bag and Mm -hmm. it blew out of the bag while I was walking into church with my hands full of stuff. And I was not able to find that one. So sometimes it does happen. And I wrote Mm. a note. (laughs) I was like, I, (laughs) the wind took it, which was uh, probably as effective as saying the dog ate it. But, uh, you know.
1: Well, I mean, what do you, what do they expect you to take two trips back from your car? No, you're gonna do <laughs> you're one tripper. That's right. I don't have time to. If there's one thing that I ha- is gonna get blown away, it's gonna be the receipt. Because so help me if I'm gonna make more than one trip to my right. car, like
0: do I either lose my receipt or my man card? I mean, that's a pretty no. Obvious I think
1: choice. I think every I think every listener here is completely empathetic to that sentiment. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. totally lose the receipt.
0: So, but what <laughs> what's your general practice as far as? when you're out for relational stuff, or how does, in other words, how does it end up in your washing machine, possibly?
1: Well, because my superficial filing system is my back pocket, Mm. because I have had receipts blow away, similar to you, Um, just having it in the bag, even when it's something small, like sometimes there's uh, just a bag of some smaller office supplies like mm-hmm. uh, dry erase markers. And we'll talk about this in a little bit with uh, the benefits of being able to calendar so that you know what's coming up throughout the year. But, um, you know, I'll come back with like a bag of dry erase markers and erasers and things like that. And the receipts have blown away. So I put the receipts in my back pocket. And oftentimes I forget because, you know, it's, uh, I usually don't have things back there sure, uh, and definitely. I don't always feel it as I'm, you know, sorting things out at the end of the day. So into the wash it goes. And uh, otherwise I do, again, try to be a little more careful. I have been getting a little better, uh, not perfect on it yet, but um, that I do put it in my uh, my back pocket. And When I come back to church, I do make sure that I for sure put it on my desk. I know, especially as I'm gearing up for um, like a bigger travel event, I do put things on my desk until I get time to sort it out. So mm-hmm. eventually, there's there's been points where my desk is a small mound of receipts that I, I just need to keep track. Because when I say Walmart for, say, $14, that could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that it's more than just Walmart. Uh, I want to make sure that this is Walmart snacks or, mm-hmm. or snacks for what? Or, you know... Uh, first aid kit for our camping outing or something like that. So um, being careful to track and and making sure that I know what the expenses went towards has been helpful uh, as far as showing people what we're spending money on.
0: Do you tend to write that right on the receipt or do you tend to like put that in Excel?
1: Uh, I put that right in Excel and then I'll try and make a little mark of it. Okay. Um, But as far as, you know, keeping the receipts, it's, you know, like you said, stapling things together and just having it. And uh, I've been—you, this is going to make some people skin crawl—as uh, far as like my you know, bookworking goes. Uh, once things have been tracked and entered into the books, uh, if it's something small like an ice cream cone at Casey's or something like that, that receipt's getting tossed because I know what you know. This a dollar amount is at Casey's and I can answer that. Mm-hmm. I know I need to keep that. I need you to get all the way off my back on it. Okay, so <laughs> so I, I think just making sure like, um, cause sometimes even when you keep the receipts, it's not exceptionally clear because who knows what the stores like Walmart mm-hmm. enter in different products at. So just making sure that this is going towards uh, our camping getaway, or this is going towards, um, you know, take and bake pizzas for, for youth group tonight. making sure that people know this is what the event was for on this date.
0: Do you have, um, a regular time where you have to report? Like, do you get an annual audit? Do you have a monthly report that you have to give in your accounts? How does that get worked in your congregation setting?
1: I don't have a time where I have to audit. However, we do have an auditing committee that I am going to send uh, my book working through this year just to make sure that we're on the up and up and here's all the receipts and, um, Making sure that I'm being transparent with how I'm spending money.
0: Except for the ice cream.
1: Except for the ice cream. Or or you know, whatever receipts happen to be sacrificed sure. to the wind. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's good to think through too. And some and that helps just to know like what's the expectation in your setting. And even this can be one area where we as youth workers kind of step uh, beyond what might be expected and actually lead up. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, this might not be something that's required of you in your ministry context, but just to be able to say, hey, this is simply a good practice um, to to have this submitted. And, yeah, we've got here we have just an annual report. In my previous congregation it was an annual report that would get audited too. Um, so they'd have, like, the year's worth of bank statements with all the receipts attached and stuff like that um, and a printout of, of the accounts. Um, right. But then just the monthly to the council, this is where things are at, uh, this is my transactions for the past month, and uh, just a good thing for for you to be aware. And the, the ease of that definitely changes with your methodology. So I could see that being really hard to get myself to do if I was just doing an Excel sheet, um, right. but the, the Quickener <laughs> software does make it um, pretty easy to do something you know because you can track by month you can track whatever so so you know you guys know yourselves some people are going to just nerd out and love to keep an excel sheet uh some people are not but just really consider if this is something even just do like a maybe you could find something that gives you a trial period to see if if this is workable for you or not and maybe make the case for that
1: and think of the testimony that that speaks when that's not even explicitly required of you or expected of you to have you come up and say, I care about this, this much that I'm willing to do this and go the extra mile, Mm -hmm. but, um, I'm going to bring up the topic of calendar uh, keeping track of a calendar here so that we can know what's coming up throughout the year. Um, Jordan, I'm going to send, I'm going to show you this, and I know this is an audio podcast and I'll post a picture of this. Look at my large clump of dry erasers here that I erase markers that I use to help calendar. So we're going to have is, to
0: make sure we actually it, post a picture this time. Cause we're pretty good at saying we're going to do something and not.
1: Right. It's that quite good, the though. bouquet of color uh, of these fine tip dry erase markers. And I need this because on my wall, I have a large annual calendar that um, mm-hmm. goes throughout, you know, throughout the year and on it I have uh, things like VBS that we did uh, a few, a month ago. Uh, I have uh, you know the lesson plan, out that we're going to go through the year other fundraisers other outings and i know that you said you receive your money on a quarterly basis Mm -hmm. we receive ours on an annual basis Mm -hmm. uh, and i did that by request so that i didn't have to keep going back to the bank the fewer times that i go to the bank the better in my opinion (laughs) but uh i uh, you know put a large uh, i put our money in and then throughout the year i keep track of okay this is coming out of out of the you know x amount of dollars this is how much went to outings this is how much went to curriculum and because i write a lot of stuff uh, and because we just go through you know basic book studies mm-hmm. not a lot gets spent on curriculum so that isn't usually pretty large it does uh, every once in a while there's a book or a resource that i want to buy for our students to be able to utilize just a little student library for them to get mm-hmm. and then that will be going t- towards you know curriculum or things like that. But I think a calendar really helps out, uh, especially if you're, I know this isn't exactly the right word. If you're rationing your budget throughout the year Mm -hmm. to be able to see like, okay, we have say $250 this quarter towards our students. You know, how uh, are we going to blow it all in one go? Or what is something that we need to save towards? Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe not so much this quarter, but for sure, next quarter that we will need a little bit extra funds towards right and i think drawing out a calendar will really help you uh kind of sort that out
0: yeah that's that's a huge thing too and especially if you do something like um, let's say that you want to cover if not all the costs a majority of the costs of the volunteers that are coming with um let's say for a conference or convention or something. Those things aren't cheap. So if you've got, and you know how many students you have, if you're going to need three extra leaders to come with, that's something that you're going to want to know ahead of time instead of just saying, okay, well, we'll just keep going because we've got this money, so we'll spend this money. And then it gets to that point. You're like, I've got $75. So you each get a $25 scholarship. Yay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And looking at the, the calendar on your wall too, and not to say that you're nice pile of different colored markers is inadequate, but pro tip that I've learned because I took the page from your book and I got myself a calendar like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I discovered that if you get wet erase markers, it makes it a much more pleasant experience because a then wet your hand, erase marker. Yeah. It, it needs to be wet for it to erase. So your hand won't smudge it off. It's pretty nice. So all right, that's just what I've got. But, uh,
1: my okay. wife just—I I didn't know these existed. There's dry erase crayons now. Oh boy! Yeah, and they—they they smudge off just as nicely. They write like an actual crayon, so it's, yeah. <laughs> it was—we just got them today, actually. <laughs> just uh, just live podcasting here, and and I watched my daughter's write on it, and I was like, "That's weird. Let me see that." And I picked it up, it's like, "Yeah, well, this is actually a crayon here. Like, the tip will start getting smudged and worn away at." So um you know we'll see if they do what crayons do halfway through their life and break in half and never get used again so <laughs> uh so where do you have where do you have your wall calendar hung up is it, it in is- your office is is it in the youth room or what
0: it is in my office yeah and right. i've i've done some things with it that's just more like uh here is um, a couple of large vision items that I want to kind of put in place, but it's also just like a reminder of this is, you know, we don't have youth group this night, um, but we have youth group for this whole period of time. This is Christmas vacation. Mm -hmm. This is uh, putting in some holidays, some school things too. So try to get prom or whatever on there um, just to help Mm -hmm. me kind of get a big picture planning thing. Um, And then, yeah, I, I track some like personal connections that I have with students is, uh a, a certain color so i can say i was doing this on this date uh you know i went to i had a visit with this family uh on this day or tennis practice with students on these days or uh played a game with you know but it just kind of puts everything out there so it's like a quick snapshot I, I, it kind of helps it, like google's good for i use that for most of everything um but mm-hmm. flipping between all the years you kind of miss, or not all the years, all the months you miss some of the bigger picture stuff. Um, right. So
1: well, yeah. it helps with reporting too—not just planning out the future, but to be able to look back and say, "I do need to record that, and I do need to report." Like sharing uh, at our annual meetings, like this is these are the things that we did that were outreach related. Um, these were the things that we did that were service related. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these were the fundraisers we did. These are how I was investing—not just the money, but the time that I had so we've done you can clearly see especially when things are laid out throughout the whole year you, you said it exactly right like you can see like everything that you might miss on a month to month basis mm-hmm. so when it's physically written out and I do use um, I got that iPhone calendar app that I just switched to ministry so I can easily just see different events that are coming up mm-hmm. but I, I do see the value and, and I don't think I'll ever get rid of this wall calendar to be able to see the whole year yeah um and and we'll put a i know another link in the show notes here towards (laughs) purchasing this how much was it jordan i think it was like around 40 50 dollars
0: something like that yeah
1: yeah definitely worth it in my opinion so um yeah
0: yeah i if that's something that you are especially if you're needing to help some help in that area it can just getting in the discipline of of putting something out there and I think there's something about having that there, that makes you want to plan ahead, so that you're not just like, oh man, it's still half blank, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you you kind of want to get used to to putting it out there too. And you know, our conversation as we bring it to a close today too, um, we want to recognize that this conversation about your budget and keeping track of your finances within your realm of youth ministry. Um, keep in mind too that this is, you're a part of a congregation's budget too, and we are given a portion of what is given to the church. Like we don't have too many, we're nonprofit organizations, so we don't have, you know, a rental property that's bringing in the dough to bankroll, whatever. Um, so we're relying on the generosity of our members. And I think that just helps to um, maybe limit the some the temptation of, of being frivolous with it. Not saying that anybody really is, but like... Um, we're going to buy uh, a shopping cart full of ho-hos so that we can use, oh. or like, not ho-hos. Uh, do they have some snowballs? <laughs> is that one of the those treats? That's like a coconut, I fr- whatever. But, I don't know. But the thing is, like, don't go to a grocery store, buy up on these huge things of snacks. I think there's some treat that's called a snowball thing or whatever. And don't use it for a snowball fight in the summer. Just like, yeah, that was a great $180 for 20 minutes. You know, like that's not really good stewardship of of the finances that you've been given. So keeping in mind that you are um, participating in a larger congregational setting and take some time to understand how the congregation's budget works beyond youth ministry. You know, what other ministries are, are asking for pieces of the pie? Um, what other goals does your congregation have trying to support? Is there something for hurting families? Um, is there a, uh, a benefits? Not, that's not the benefit. Um trying to remember the benevolence. There you go. Well, some mm, places have a go. benevolent fund, um, you know, and just be mindful. And I think that when you approach the budget as a team player, um, and you can demonstrate your good stewardship, you're going to be on really solid ground. Um, you might not get what you want still, but it's you're going to be handled a lot more respectfully and professionally when you're able to do that. So um, any last words from you before we wrap up?
1: Nope, I, that about covers it for me. So you right. go ahead and la- land this plane of this episode.
0: So with that, we hope that you um, are learning a couple things that you can put in place that will help you to be a good steward um, to reflect well the calling of Christ in your life and the fact that God is not a God of disorder but a God of order Um, and I I pray that this would be something that just really helps you to be even more fruitful in ministry knowing and understanding like what's available what you can do and knowing how to communicate that uh, can be a really big asset to uh, your relationship with the congregation and leadership. So with that, may you go in God's strength and serve the Lord.
1: Thanks for listening to Flyover Ministry. You can find, follow and give feedback on our Instagram and Facebook pages at Flyover Ministry. You can also get in contact with us on our Gmail account flyover ministry podcast at gmail.com you can find other episodes that we've recorded on itunes and spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and please feel free to share them with a friend thanks again for listening and we'll see you in the next episode